We're building the best internet talk radio on the planet. TalkZone.com You are entering an intriguing journey with spiritual lifestyle experts Keith and Charmé Amber, where you'll end up more at home with yourself, your behavior, and your understanding of life. Mastering Ourselves offers sound answers to life's tough questions so that life can make more sense to you and healthy directions become clearer. Keith and Charmé bring you over 80 years of seasoned experience. They pursue truth and insights that are neither left nor right, but spiritually sound and centered and can be used as a spiritual compass to help you on your path. Welcome to Mastering Ourselves. Everybody wants bliss and everybody wants joy and everybody chases happiness. But when it comes to the uncomfortable, the hate and the anger and the jealous and the envy. Stuck in depression. A lot of people are stuck in depression. Disappointment, uh, frustration, a guilt. People don't like them. Fears. You know, I'd like to explain a little bit about the emotional body. We're, we're doing a series of shows this January. Our, our guides who oversee this show uh, keep nudging us to do the same direction uh, with variations of it, of New Year's resolutions where we vow to work on ourselves in a variety of different ways. And part of what we're here to do on Mastering Ourselves is give you ideas on what you might work on. <laughs> like, for instance... Uh, we have a, a self-assessment quiz on our website, MasteringOurselves.com, that gives you a chance to take a look at what all a spiritual lifestyle embraces. Like, if I'm working on what, does it mean I'm on a spiritual lifestyle? So here's number two on the on the quiz. Okay, go ahead. It says, I force myself to leave the scene when my anger escalates out of control. Well, you know that little that little thing right there. I force myself to leave the scene when my anger escalates out of control, is a piece of what we call self mastery or mastering ourselves. Is we choose mastering ourselves rather than allowing our emotion to own us in that moment. You know, when the eagles entangle in an argument, it's uh, never pretty. It's ego versus ego, and in. in our job eventually is to get enough command of that part of our ego in that kind of scenario to pull it off of bullheaded trying to win because one ego is trying to beat the other ego and the other ego is trying to beat your, your ego. So we're talking about being able to get perspective from the third person and pull yourself off, pull your ego off, being lost in or at that moment addicted to winning the argument, winning, uh, addicted to getting them to see your point and not letting loose. And, you know, that's a lose-lose thing. The ego gets control. The ego wins. And a lot of times pieces of our lives get devastated or tremendously traumatized 
simply because we aren't in control of ourselves, our egos are, and they run away with us and make us do things that we uh, just wish, Later we, wish we didn't do. That's right. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber. Thank you very much for joining us this evening. We are your spiritual lifestyle experts offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. If you'd like to call in tonight for a psychic reading, give us a call, 1-800-336-2225. 1-800-336-2225 and don't forget to catch us Monday through Saturday 7 p.m. Pacific 10 p.m. Eastern right here on CRN you know oftentimes we think when we think of the emotional body we think uh, we notice how it takes us over and owns us and we think that it is an integral part of us, not a thing separate from us. And what's interesting about the emotional body is when we're born out of God, usually under the fourth dimension as a soul, we are not born with an emotional body. It is one of the many lessons that souls take on in route back to God. Which takes eons. Which takes eons. Now, why is that a valuable thing to know? Here's why. Because it is infinitely possible for each and every one of you to master your ability to control and transform your emotions. You know, you run, you run into people who are, oh, just always depressed or always nervous or always um, in fear, okay, or sad. And, you know, these people are, are in those excessive emotional modes because they are at that phase of learning their emotional body, and so they're focused on, you know, one or two or three primary emotions in this lifetime for the purpose of getting over it. What was it? It was, uh, I was reading a book, uh, What They Want You to Know by Carter Shepard and Carol, Carolyn Cummings, and she was, they actually, uh, channeled some, uh, famous people who've already died, and one of them was, uh, Abraham Lincoln. And I thought his answer, and this was very interesting, they asked him if he knew in his pre-birth contract what, what lessons he had to learn in this lifetime. And his answers were really good. He said something along these lines. Well, I had to learn how to get through sadness. Well, we recently had a lady on the show that talks about Abraham Lincoln extensively and who had done a ton of research and she had commented that Abraham Lincoln, uh, you, you could see him in a room crying over uh, people who'd lost their lives in the war. And then he'd get up from those tears, go to the next room, to the next meeting, where he would get information of joy, and he would be laughing with, with lilt, you know. He was just, like, happy. And he was able to go from that profound sadness to profound joy in a matter of a minute. So when they asked him, do you think that you learned your lesson on, you know, how to get through sadness, he said, oh, my goodness, I certainly hope I did. And he certainly had a life challenging him on sadness. And so he had a life where he would have so many things hit him that would make him sad with the challenge all along that his job was to get through that sadness and to not let it bog him down. 
You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. And if you would like to call in for our reading tonight, we're at 1-800-336-2225. So the same as with Abe Lincoln, we are also challenged to get through our emotions and not let them bog us down. So I don't know how many of you knew this, but people who knew Abraham Lincoln while he was growing up and in his 20s, they said he was the fastest, the strongest, the, you'll like this one, no pun intended, the ablest, (laughs) the smartest, and the funniest man they've ever met. Not just one of those. But all of those fastest, like, like he could run the fastest, he was the strongest. You know, he, he split wood for the railroad ties and fences. Ablest, smartest, and fastest man they've ever seen. People said that about Abraham Lincoln. Now, Charmé was talking about uh, one of his soul's challenges this lifetime was to overcome sadness. Abraham Lincoln was a profound individual. He was completely unique. He wasn't out of any mold that anybody really recognized. And he had, I think, three sons all in all, and two of them died. And the second one that died while he was in office was named Willie, I think. When Willie died, there was such profound grief with uh, President and Mrs. Lincoln And it was profound grief that uh, all the cabinet cried. Uh, People from, you know, this is during the Civil War. Uh, uh, Jefferson, I think his name, uh, Jefferson Davis, the, the head of the Confederates of the Civil War, sent his condolences. And he was completely drawn in uh, bitter remorse on behalf of Abraham Lincoln. Thousands and thousands of people were just in huge grief. This was the load that Abraham Lincoln had was a a, a massive sadness. Uh, He lost his first wife. He lost his child. He lost his mother. uh, He lost his second child. Uh, He was a very, very evolved, God-loving, sensitive man heading up one of the most gruesome wars this world has ever had, the Civil War of the United States. And so he had to ride that and not let his profound sadness of being such a sensitive, kind-hearted man. You know, he fought for animals. He would grow up with bullies bigger than him, and he would fight for the little animals that they were being cruel for. That's how sensitive he was, and yet he was the head of the union, president of the country, uh, getting the first-hand blow-by-blow things of the casualties and losses took them to heart. Everyone said Abraham Lincoln took them to heart and was doing everything he could to help the countries come together. Abraham Lincoln was guided that this country, because it had a phenomenal destiny for the world, had to stay a union. So he had to stay the course. He also was convicted and guided by spirit guides, just like how we are on the show a lot of times, that uh, it was time for the 
uh, Negro slaves to be freed. And so he headed that up as the momentum of the war got going on, which was not popular to half the country. So he was in a real uh, compromised situation, and he just stuck through it and bared with it as best he could day after day. He fought depression, he fought sadness, and uh, he brought a great deal of humor and perspective to get through it. Our great, famous, uh, saintly President Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) Back to emotions. That was emotions. Yes, it is emotions, and he had to go through all that and still get through his uh, sadness all the time. The same way that he was able to do that, you're able to get through your emotions. Yeah, if he could do that. That's right. You and I can do what's on our plate, you know, and he just stuck with it and made it happen. It was not easy, and you can do it, I can do it. It's in our lives to surmount past it. In fact, the emotional body is designed, the emotional body, let's see, let me say it a different way. The physical body is designed to facilitate the emotional body. So in other words, there is no easier place than earth to go through your lessons of the emotional body. So this is the the dimension, the earth dimension in the earth school where it is designed for us to process through the emotional bodies. This is not done very much anywhere else. For instance, if you yourself are having deep, deep pain about something, you'll notice like if you're crying about something, you'll notice you'll have like a ball of knotted up emotions that hurt somewhere in your body, but as you cry it out or beat it out or scream it out or do whatever, the pain starts to disseminate out through the nerve endings and start to dissipate, and then you start moving through it. That same that same piece of painful emotion in your higher self stays in one place as a searing pain unmoving it has no it has no way in the ethereal body to dissipate and move out not gracefully it's not set our, up that way our bodies are set up that way and all of us who refuse to do our bodies or ref, emotional bodies or refuse to master ourselves are doing ourselves a great disservice you're listening to mastering ourselves with Keith and Charmy Amber your spiritual lifestyle experts we are offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions if you'd like to call in for a reading Give us a call, 1-800-336-2225. We'll be right back.